0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor.
1: I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well,
0: we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Creese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live
2: greetings fans of golf i am alan depew and you have found another edition of the 19th hole brought to you by golf talk live i am joined once again by my colleagues and co-host christian Nazamus.
0: alan how are you
2: amazing and andrew depew
1: what's going on guys how are we doing
2: And Tony Leodora is on assignment, but we actually will be having a sighting of the traveling golfer. We'll be hearing from him on our Thursday show, but we're recording Sunday night. It is for our Monday release of our show. There are a lot of action going on, three golf events to discuss. Golf is finally warming up in the Northeast. Everybody's getting out to play. I actually teed it up a little bit. I believe you guys did as well. So that's where we're going to start. Everybody's buying new equipment. and It's going to lead right into what Tony is going to talk about on Thursday. Christian, you were telling me you're looking at some new sticks. We're getting some new sticks. Yep. Uh, I actually got a new driver in my bag right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. New driver in the bag for me as well. Kind of going a couple different um, shafts right now to figure out which one is the right fit for me. Uh, but yeah, new sim driver in the bag, possibly putting a new putter in the bag as well um you know it won't help my golf game out but it definitely will look good sitting in a bag pretty you know so
1: well i mean you guys are all over here asking you know about what what new equipment we can get all this other stuff it seems like christmas morning or christmas is around the corner but uh reality is the golf season just around the corner dad i will say i know i texted it in the group chat i did not change equipment However, this might actually help me for once for not changing equipment, because I finally figured out how to play golf with the same equipment that I had in the bag from last summer, shot one over the putting stroke was on point. I took the old putter out of retirement, put it back in the bag. I said, I need the old Billy Baru as we were playing some Caddyshack music before we started here tonight, folks. And, uh, Billy, Billy helped me out a little bit. I was, I was actually making putts on aerated greens, which is hard enough as is. And, uh, Andrew,
2: Andrew, airification only hurts the good putters.
1: Listen, I had to to make putts too. I had to make putts and I was one over. I I have...
0: How many mulligans did you take?
1: I did not take a single mulligan. I had my mother's boyfriend in attendance for the round to be able to see. He was able to witness. He signed said scorecard and confirmed said round. He did not have as good of a day. He did not realize how wet it can get in Western New York in the months of March. So the rollout and the lack thereof uh, was not his friend, but uh, he did not learn that you need to tee it high, let it fly, let it create a crater, and then just pick it up and place it.
0: So it's been, and you were you're putting pretty well. On airification, pretty much. Yeah, I think you putt better on aerated greens than non-aerated greens. So I yeah, will I, say, I rest,
2: the- I rest my case of the, my point. You put better. <laughs> airification only, only- the good putters. Dude, I
1: mean, it- I got it's- up and I got up and down on two separate occasions. I did make one bogey, and then I made the rest were pars. um Missed a couple of uh birdie putts from you know 10-15 feet that bounced all over like a plinko board, but that's beside the point. So
2: anyone that's out there listening, if you would like to send him positive affirmation, it's andrew at golftalklive.net. I'm sure he'd love to hear about how you know his putting was spectacular and how you know
1: why you gotta hate on me. I'm just trying to tell you that the putting stroke was actually we may no, the bottom line is these, anytime, all, I, anytime
2: you to- go back. Anytime you go back to an old, old blade, I mean, nine times out of 10, it gives you a little mojo for the short term, but uh, it's a good thing that uh, we have our friends over a perfect practice and it's helping your game. I'm, it obviously is. I mean, you just shot, you know, like one over. I mean, that's impressive.
1: Well, I just wanted, I wanted to put it out there because, you know, I didn't say this in our group text, but. Maybe if the putting stroke can actually be halfway decent, we might actually stand a chance against some of these people that you keep calling out on, on our oh, you show. Mean, and you mean the,
2: you mean the fact that I would like to offer an opportunity for Daniel Kang, when she's in town for the shop, right. To play golf with, with us our better ball or scramble. We prefer scramble against her ball. And just, oh, there's no
1: balls. way we win a better ball scramble. We at least have a chance, better ball. We, there's no chance
2: we could even, we could even play. We can make a little, have a little action on it and say, we'll go out for a, a nice steak dinner in Atlantic city afterwards or
1: something like that. Uh, if, if with losers paying I, I, and I, we're playing better ball, I don't like our chances.
2: <laughs> All right. Just throwing out the, Hey, but anyway, I got a, I've got a, a, a SIM driver in my bag. Haven't completely. De- it's it's on, one of the ones from the golf shop. So I haven't completely decided if it's uh, going to be a permanent resident, but as Christian, like you were saying to me, ball just explodes off that club face.
0: Oh my God, absolutely. I was testing it with the M1, my 2017 M1, and I'm about 10 to 15 yards farther consistently um, with the sim uh, than the M1. And it's just amazing with that tw- base on TaylorMade and what they could do. And um, the ball is just, it's just goes and it, it, it just keeps going. And it, you don't even have to go after it. I mean, you can go, you know, swing 50% at it and it'll still go out there for you. So.
2: Well, that's all I've got Christian, left.
1: Is, is, this, is this your, like, shameless plug to try to get sponsored by TaylorMade? Is that what you're trying to do? I'm trying to go t- Titleist, and you're going you're going TaylorMade? Yeah. Is, that what, is that what we're getting uh, here?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't ignore it. I'd be on the phone with them in a heartbeat because I'm, Taylor- <laughs> I'm TaylorMade. I'm TaylorMade putters. I'm TaylorMade Irons, Three Woods, Drivers, Driving Irons, Balls, you name it. I'm playing TaylorMade. Okay. Dad, I
1: will say uh, – the question I want to bring up to you since we're talking – we're talking new equipment. We're talking the other stuff. And I've, I've, you've seen these arguments all the time. And it's a question that, that just popped in my head. Now that I want to bring up to you guys, how often is it necessary to update your equipment? I that's mean, let's, let, we'll see let's see. That's an interesting
2: question. And, and that's why I'm talking about my lock, last lack of distance anymore, but you know what? I haven't replaced the, I haven't replaced my driver since
1: 2012. I mean, you have the 913 still in the bag, right? I believe so. Yeah. I don't even know why. So, I I mean, it, 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 at that point, you're again, yeah, you're eight years old. I mean, at what model year is it to the point? I I personally think when you start to notice a a distance loss of what you're normally supposed to be getting out there, that's when you got to start looking into it. Because, like Christian said, I mean, the sim I, I don't know Christian you're the tailor made guy so i don't i haven't seen the sim versus sim 2 but at least for me it doesn't look like there's too many differences just like with the tsi you know 2 and the and the new version of the tsi 2 the titleist goes with but i'll tell you what even from my new ts2 driver with titleist and the old 915 there is such a dramatic difference between just ability to get the ball out there the speed off the face, the actual ability to keep the ball under control. I mean, it's, it's night and day difference. And it, it's a question that needs to be asked.
0: Yeah. I don't really know too much about Titleist drivers, um, but I can't, I I'll, I'll talk on Taylor made really quick. Like the, the difference between the SIM and the M1 is drastically different, right? Because of the twist base and the technology that they put in the head. Um, the SIM, the difference between the SIM and the SIM two Arguably, there's really, really no difference, but maybe a few grams in the, in the head that they made it. Um, twist face is kind of arguably the same a little bit, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I think if you're an avid golfer, I want to say maybe every three, three seasons, you got to get a new driver. In my, in my opinion, I mean, I've had my, my M1 now for about three or four seasons and I'm, I'm already got a new one. I, go- well, I mean, the com-
2: look, the, com- the company's got onto a rotation, the major companies. They're only yep. introducing something every other year. They recognize right. they recognized that from a production standpoint, from a uh, design standpoint, and and just from the practicality of sales. I mean, it, it only made sense for them to start releasing stuff every other year. But I mean,
0: up with them either every year, yeah. like you said, buy the sim, and then in two years, it's gonna it's gonna be like one of the worst clubs and nobody's going to use it anymore because they're going to come out with two and threes and five, or whatever they go with. um it goes now, do,
1: you, do you think that that's the, the same can be said for every club in the back then? I mean, we talked, we just brought it up. The, no, the, absolutely the trusty, not. Because I think
2: I think if you have a trusty putter, I mean, and you're a good, if you're a good putter, pause, pause for, for Christian to make an insert joke there. If you're a good putter, and exactly. you wish to, uh, you have a, a putter that is your faithful. I mean, look at Tiger; he's still he's still wheeling the same putter.
1: Okay, I so then then does it take the putter out of it? Like wedges, do you, <laughs> I, I? I will Jared tell you, Gary Player right
2: played with the same sand wedge for for decades. So I think I think those skill those skill clubs, absolutely. If you have something that feels good with you, you stick with it. Uh, if it's irons if it's drivers where technology continues to advance the game you've got to. you you got in order to keep up with the joneses you got to keep buying new stuff actually this is a great question anyone that's out there listening our listeners please respond we'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, when do you replace equipment and what equipment do you feel tops out there right now
1: see i think i'll say this one last closing thing to go along with you though I actually disagree with you. I think the wedges I lose the grooves on my wedges. Now I I play more than probably the average Joe, but the wedge grooves I lose those, and as soon as I realize I'm starting to lose some spin is when I usually go on the market for new wedges. So it may be a few seasons, but I usually try to rotate them every few seasons because of it. I don't know how Gary Player can do it because Gary Player is just that good, but yeah. You know.
0: I think like for me, really quick. If I'm going through the entire bag, the putter, you can keep a putter your entire career. I mean, like you, like Alan said, look at Tiger. For me, I rotate my wedges every two seasons. Uh, irons, I probably get the most out of it. Probably, I'd say a good five seasons until I get a new set. Like a yeah, new set. Um, and then woods, I probably go three or four seasons. It, it, but it depends on what you play too. If you play twenty I, time,
2: I had a Ping Zing that dated back to when I played. I think right at the end of high school golf. I know I had it in college golf, and it was in my bag. Right up
1: until well, when you stole
2: it, Andrew.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, uh,
1: that is in your garage, by the way, or somewhere because it's not with me. I gave it back to you. I gave it back to you the second that I got my putter.
2: So, so now I have a now I have a Scotty Cameron. So there you go.
0: Nice. And also depends on how you play, how much you play too. If you play twenty times a year, you don't need to change your stuff out nearly as much. But obviously, when you watch guys on tour, I mean, obviously they get them for free through. Uh, Titleist, Cobra, whoever it is, just to test them out and whatnot. But, you know, I I mean. You
2: know a great place to test out that equipment? Mainland Golf Club. If you're in the Philadelphia market, Mainland Golf Club, convenient to the Northeast Extension, one of our sponsors, great little property. you got to get over there to try it. They're obviously open, doing some great golf right now. So let's just take a step away. Take a word from them yep. and we would come back and Christian, we're gonna talk about those professional tours because we're gonna head down to the islands.
1: Conveniently located in Harleysville, just off the Lansdale exit of the Northeast Extension, the player-friendly Mainland Golf Course offers excellent playing conditions at affordable rates. It is a perfect host site for your next corporate outing. And after each round, the golf experience at Mainland Golf Course can be enhanced by visiting the Mainland Grill, serving lunch and dinner daily. For more information, go to mainlandgolf.com. And don't forget their sister courses, Bella Vista Golf Course in Gilbertsville and Morgan Hill in Easton.
2: And we are back. Boys, mainland, Bella Vista, Morgan Hill, gas up the car. Come on down. Let's play some golf.
0: On a golf trip in the near future, very soon. Um, It'll be fun. We're definitely going to work there at some point. Uh, Play some great courses, play some great golf, and uh, meet some great people while we're down there. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And you know where some great golf was being played? I told you they were going to have to go low. They didn't go as low as actually I thought, and that's partially because the winds kicked up down in the Dominican, the Corrales, Butacana, Resort, and Club Championship. Nobody picked him. In the back of my mind, I know we talked about him, but uh, Joel Damon. Yeah. Joel Damon, Joel Damon gets it done. Shoots a little yep. minus 12, beats – and and I'll tell you what, at the top of this board, there's some guys that I think – and Christian, you're gonna have you're gonna get you're gonna smile in a moment. The top of this leaderboard, there are some guys that I think are going to make some their name known in the near future, as well as an old veteran. And I'm, I'm specifically I'm referring to tied for second, Sam Ryder. Really good solid game. And Ralphiel Campos. Christian, go ahead. <laughs>
0: I didn't pick him, but I did say watch out for him this week. So I know he's a native. Uh, yeah, he's a native down there, and uh, he. I mean, he always plays well whenever there's a tournament down in Puerto Rico area. He just, he it's just natural for him. And Andrew that, Gr- Graham
2: McDowell, Graham McDowell, the old, the old
1: timer on the board. Uh, definitely. Shocked me, uh, to say the least. I'll say the other two names that kind of shocked me. I know I didn't ultimately pick him, but I know I said watch out for him. Didn't do as well as Christian's watch out pick. But uh, Hudson Swafford came back in another ph- You know, phenomenal performance down there. And then here's a guy, finished finished eight solo. But, I mean, let's be honest, I haven't heard from him other than his Masters, and that's Danny Willett. Yeah, I I
2: completely agree. Hudson Swafford, great title defense. He gave it a good go. Uh, As you said, finished tied tied for six at minus nine. And Danny Willard, he was that one-hit wonder. He largely burst on the scene, wins at Augusta. I think he had another couple of good finishes elsewhere. Gone. I know he went through some struggles, but uh, nice to see him back up towards the top of the leaderboard. I went with uh, Thomas Peters. And uh, once again, Thomas Peters, Makes a respectful showing down in the islands, but tied for thirteenth didn't give me anything.
1: Peter Uline was my ultimate pick, tied twenty second, so you at least beat me there. But I, again, there was there was some names that uh, Andrew is definitely quiet from the other side of that
2: other of our virtual table here.
1: I mean, you know, again, I, like I said, I may may have some pretty bad picks, but you can always count on Christian for one bad week and then one great week. And, and that's about as consistent as it can come. Cause I, I love how he, he I love fights. how he
2: said that, you know, I told you to watch out for him, but he didn't go with him. I know
1: it was, his Jay- week to, it was his week to pick a bad pick and then he'll come back and he'll have like a second or first place pick. That's just how he, how he rolls.
2: And, I, and, I'm, and I'm laying it on thick right now because when we get to the Dell match play, I don't want to even want to – I may sign off. Before. Oh, I
1: was going to say, you got some uh, explaining to do for your picks with those because yeah. uh, that was pretty it, bad. I'll
0: say when we get to a point, I think I had the best bracket out of the three of us. Yeah,
1: uh, well. uh, you definitely ended up probably in the fi- in the end. I know after the round robin I was looking really solid between the two of us, but um, my, my picks quickly – dropped off the board afterwards because there were some upsets and I know we'll get into it, but, um, you know, that uh, you may have had the worst bracket <laughs> since March madness was ever invented. I mean, uh, I don't think dude, you even got a single round Robin pick. Correct.
2: I, I John Rom.
1: Okay. So you got one, sorry. M- I literally What's got on? one. I got one. How's Rory doing? Oh, that's right.
2: But well, Rory apparently hit like 11 bags of range balls after his first match. So, uh, you
1: know, JT. Hey. Oh, sorry. Okay. I know he's my boy, but. That is your boy.
2: But we'll get to that. We'll get to that momentarily. What we do need to get to is our official sponsor.
1: Yep. So, our official uh, sponsor, obviously, some of these guys in the closing, as we just were joking around about the guys down in Austin. Uh, maybe this championship match needs to be working with them afterwards because there was very few birdie puts happening, at least from when we were starting this, and I've got it on in the background. And I haven't seen much since then. So our good friends over at Perfect Practice, we talk about them every single week, and we can't talk about guys rolling the rock well without talking about them. These mats are the real deal. If you are looking to get better at putting right now, they will work for you because they work for the number one player in the world. They come in three main sizes, all the way from their compact edition up to their XL version that stretches out to 15 feet when fully extended. And if you're looking to get in on the practice right before the golf season, I highly recommend it because I have now been able to take said practice out to the greens and use it for myself, and it has worked. Use our code GTL15. Again, that's code GTL15 for 15% off your mat today. And, again, they are good enough for the world number one Justin Johnson and him to get better at his putting. So they're definitely going to help you. They've helped me. So, again, I can't say highly enough about them and uh, have to give the shadow where it's rightfully deserved.
2: Uh, without question. And apparently Joel Damon must have been using it as well. I'll tell you who else has been uh, been rolling the rock. Christian, they're not finished yet, but I think we could safely go ahead – it's like it's like we're Carl Rove and with our whiteboard there at on election night. I think we could safely call the uh, the Kia Classic out in California. Yeah, NB Park is uh, sitting at minus fifteen somewhere on the back nine right now, followed by Lexi Thompson at minus nine, Amy Olson minus eight, Jin Young Ko at minus eight, and then a whole host of other people, including including Nelly Corda and Daniel Kang who has an open invitation to play us, but um, any thoughts on NB park?
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously she's one of the best golfers in the world. And I think if she choked this, I think this would go down as one of the biggest chokes and I want to say LPGA history. Um, I don't think she would, I don't think she's going to choke a six shot lead coming down the stretch with how solid she is Tita to green. Right. And if, she's phenomenal- uh,
1: if she chokes it, she's got the, uh, scene right out of, uh, the original space jam where she touches a ball and her entire skills just get sucked right out of her because she's just too good to lose with that, that high of a lead. I'll just put that out there.
2: That leads now seven according to my updated updated numbers here. So so, uh, yeah,
1: there you go. Enough said easy enough.
2: Um, And I did, and I did see, I'm going to name drop again, but I did see that our good friend, new lady golfer was at the Kia classic. So, uh, Elisa, if you'd like to come on back on the show, report back, we would love to have you back on to chat about it. But uh, without question, NB, wow. <laughs> I, I guess I guess she's ready to make a run at the majors this year.
0: Yeah, she, I, I can see one, maybe a few of them this year, honestly, with how good of a player she is. But, I mean, you are could really go anywhere. I mean, Danielle Kang, Cordes, could be anybody, honestly, that, that lifts up those trophies. Multiple major winners this year, you never know.
1: I'll tell you right now I have a hard time disagreeing with you the only thing that I will say is if there's anyone that I don't want to bet against it's her so if she's playing this well going into a major I'm and and in a major season I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be taking anybody else I'll just put it out there
2: hard to bet against hard to bet against so, we have another. Uh, we're, we're anxiously waiting for uh, what appears to be Billy Horschel to uh, finish off this match. At this point, he he is. What's my latest update here, guys? It appears he, to up through
1: fifteen on my end.
2: Yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got as well. So while we while we wait for the report on the final, the final, and we'll discuss to discuss that. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Let's start. Let's start at the beginning and hear about all how bad my selections were. And really, here's a real question: What shocked you about this week? And then I'm going to, before you even get to say that, I'm going to tell you who I think the winner is. The winner is also Austin Country Club. That venue once again proved to be a spectacular place for this event. It's it sets up where you can be aggressive, where you can go for par fives and two. You can. Apparently, you can drive the the 18th hole from 386 yards away. I mean, guys, you got to agree with me. Austin Country Club was spectacular this week.
0: Yeah, I agree. Having snow literally last month and now to the course conditions of where they were this week, first off, it was spectacular. I know the guys love going to play there every year for the match play. Um, It's a very fun course to look at and play. Um, because like you said, Alan, you can, there's a lot of drive. There's a lot of par fives that you can go after in two, you know, but the unique thing about the course too, is that when the wind picks up like it is today, it's very, very, very difficult out there to make birdies because if you have this side wind or into your face behind you, wherever it's coming from, you know, going 15 to 20 miles an hour, you know, we've seen it in the championship match today. There's really no birdies out there. I mean, there is birdies out there, but it's difficult to make it. So, um, you really got to be on your really good a game, uh, that week. And, um, I mean, so far, it looks like Billy's going to get it done as of right now. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens coming down the last three holes.
1: My takeaway is, and I saw it on Twitter, and I I disagree with, with the premise of it, but I think it would be cool to, obviously, the WGC at this point, and the WGCs as a whole, have become the next best thing other than a major I mean let's let's be honest right like those are they, they hold a lot of value hold a lot of points people well I think
2: I think it accomplished its goal bigger elevated purses for the top yeah.
1: players of the world to compete against themselves so my thing that I took away was somebody had tweeted about the fact that how much they would love to see the ability to have uh, a match play, basically major and and this this has truly become just that i mean they're the top guys in the world they care they 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 truly like grind over every single thing but then at the same time the beauty of match play you can't always just say okay well hey dustin johnson's in the field so we're betting on dustin johnson because he's not coming out of even his own bracket. I mean, you had Robert McIntyre, you had Kucher, who is Mr. Consistent. You know, your one actual you know pick dad that you got right. John Rom finally actually pulled one out for you. Uh, Billy Horschel, Tommy Fleetwood. You know, well, there's guys that that moved along, and there's some upsets that happen that you don't always expect to see in a stroke play event, which is kind of why this event is always so cool and oh so awesome to watch. I mean. Victor Perez. When was the last time we said that name?
2: I'm not sure that we really have other than I think, I think Christian did throw him throw him a little bit of a props when we were discussing, breaking down the brackets, but to your point, and actually I have, I have a point of history and a point to to this week's tournament to this week's tournament, 30, 31, 32 and 52. That was the the seeds. They're in the final four. So, Anything can happen at any time. And if you're a student of golf history and you're going to go back to when the, the PGA championship was contested over match play, you had little Paul Runyon who spanked Sam Sneed like eight and seven. Um, if my memory is correct in my readings back in the you know the 30s, 40s and what have you, because he played he he played his game and just wore him down, chipped it up, <laughs> made everything in sight. And I think that's actually not not that I'm comparing the two together, but you look at the success that Kucher's had this week. It's because he's just steady Eddie.
1: Well, I think that in the, the 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 line that I heard, and obviously Billy's been Billy's been making a big name this week because he's been playing really well. But um, they asked him after the one match, you know, what's why have you had so much success? And his mindset was just simply, just don't give away a hole, like make someone beat me. Right. And, and he's done just that. I mean, he's leading now. I just got the update. He's two up through 16. Right. So pretty much with how consistent he's been playing, the match should be at this point over. And all he's done. I mean, they haven't had a single birdie in the championship match that I have seen. Now, obviously, again, I'm just kind of watching the screen in the backdrop, but that I've seen today. So what's that tell you? He's just been playing, hit it out in the fairway get my green and regulation and let everybody else make the mistake. And that that's the beauty of match, play. you don't need to make 17 birdies to win. You can make par and win just the same. So um, it's always unique. It's always a cool event. It's one that I personally have on my docket, probably other than the waste management, and some of these other cool venues that obviously like the majors that you want to go to just because It'd be interesting to go down and get to see the the drivable par fours, the the very scoring opportunity holes uh, that are out there at 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 that club.
2: So, so Christian, what was your takeaway from the field overall
1: this week?
0: I think what surprised me the most was not having a single player under, uh, I think it was in thirty in the world, like make it. I think I, I, that's how they did it. Like um, seeded, no, no, nobody under a thirty seed made it to the final four, right? I think what shocked me the most was how poorly JT played this week, how poorly Rory played this week. Um, Those kind of eye-openers for – 15
2: – yeah, time. 15 out of – 15 out of the top 16 seeds. Yes. Gone. Didn't even yeah. make it out of
0: pool play. I mean, JT just won the player, so I know for a fact that a lot of people, including all of us, had, had him going very far um, in this type of event. And I think people had Rory going pretty far as well. Um, and I had Dustin Johnson winning it all, just because I know that he loves match play. But you know, again, it, it, like it said, and he alluded to, it, it just goes to show you that th- these events are fun too, because you know you don't have to make eight, nine, ten birdies to to win. I mean, you can shoot seventy five on a day like today, and you can still win your match.
2: Speaking of, yeah. speaking, of say, speaking of DJ. speaking of DJ, speaking of DJ, what's your impression of the whole Kevin Noth thing?
0: I didn't so- really know much my- when I first saw it. I do know that I know Kevin now is a little particular when it comes to certain things. And I do know he's kind of like Billy Horschel, where if he hears like a pen drop, they kind of have like a little tantrum a little bit. Um, I don't really know much about it. However, if something, if it was a big deal or if it wasn't a big deal,
2: now, I let me, know. let me, let me, let me give you the, the, the 411 that basically DJ had a, had it knocked it up there, had like a, a one footer. And I mean, obviously would be a gimme. Just, apparently pulled it away before not formally conceded it. And then Nah went into this elaborate. Well, I hadn't really said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the hole from you. We're going to have it. etc cetera, Et cetera. First of all, I think Kevin looks bad in, in, in that scenario from a PR standpoint, but he's technically correct in the rules of golf,
1: but thoughts, that's, I mean, that that's where you, you gotta, you gotta know and make sure before you pull it away. I mean, yes. Does he look bad? Absolutely. Is that probably not the most like tic-tac thing that, you know, you see out there other than maybe or uh, Bryson complaining about a camera guy doing his job. Like, I, I mean, my opinion is, or was
2: it gamesmanship?
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like, you're playing against the number one player in the world and and, and DJ, right? Like you need to find every competitive advantage. If it was me, I'm arguing. I never said it. Unless somebody heard that come out of my mouth, I'm playing for the same paycheck at the end of the week that you are. So if I never said it and I want to, I want to make you sweat over a one footer, what's the harm in it? I can do that. That's the beauty of match play. So where I do believe it was a little tic-tac-y to have this conversation about like, oh, well, we will have the hole. Cause I don't want to take it away from you. Like, no, nah, I'd say that's my hole. You didn't, you picked up the ball before and that's it's my hole. See ya. Cause if you're not first, you're last, right? Andrew, if you ain't first, you're last. That's exactly
0: right. <laughs> I think from a PR standpoint, I think Evan could have handled it a little better. You know, I think it's kind of like, I don't know. You're playing against Dustin. He's the number one player in the world. He can make a thousand one footers with his eyes. Tell the guy pick the pot up and go to the next hole. Like you know, he's not going to miss it. You know what I mean? Just tell him to pick it up and go. You know, you'd have to make a big ordeal about it afterwards. That, that's my take on it. You know, and if if I was in Dustin's shoes and the way he handled that, that should have pissed me off, and I would have went there and I would have, you know, gone out and tried to make as many birdies as I can coming down the stretch. Um, True. You know, but at the end of the day, we weren't – I mean, I don't know. haven't handled it the way he wanted to, I don't think he handled it properly. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think he still lost his match, so it didn't really matter. Or did he win his match against Dustin that day? He, he beat him. He beat him? Okay. Yeah. So, now, again, maybe that played a factor in a Dustin the rest, of the, uh, the rest of the way in. But, again, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know. I would have handled it differently. I think he handled it poorly. And, um, you know, I know for a fact that Dustin will be in the winner circle way before Kevin now will be in the winner circle again.
1: Without Let me, without, let me ask with, you a question. You got a million dollars on the line and you got to want, you want to watch somebody make a one footer. you going to make them put it out. or Are you going to just give it to them and lose the million?
0: I mean, it's a one foot putt. Of course I'm going to give it to him because I know that they're not going to miss it. You're talking Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the world. Scotty Scheffler
1: had a, had a, A three footer that even the announcer was in awe of the fact that he missed because he pushed he flat out pushed the putt. If there's a million dollars on the line, I don't care if it's a if it's if he's going to make a thousand in a row, it could be the thousand and first one that he misses because he just flat out pushes it and it lips out. I'm I'm making everybody make every single foot, you know, every single freaking putt. Foot putt. Huh.
0: When's the last tour? pro or when's the last number one player in the world that missed a one foot putt
1: number one player in the world maybe not ernie ells at augusta national he seven putted from like three feet but so, he was not number
0: one number one player in the world
1: doesn't i'm just saying if there's a million dollars on the line there's a that that money is up for debate that's so awesome. here,
2: let me ask you let me ask you another question did you guys catch bryson's d shot
1: uh, off the tree and 46 yards directly right. Yeah, that was a good one. It made me look <laughs> yeah. like I was a tour pro.
2: Yeah. And, and God, bless, God bless me. At least he poked fun at himself. He said, hey, I was trying to drive the green.
1: I just didn't say which one. Landed on the pra- practice putting green. I Listen, the tree branch hits in the most weird of weird circumstances. Does it ever probably happen again? Who knows? It's one hole in match play. I mean, at the end of the day, it ironically couldn't have happened to probably somebody better because he's so calculated with everything. It probably rattled him dramatically, but at the same end, like, I mean, sometimes you just got to laugh at situations as it happens. I mean, you miss a putt that you should have made. You got to laugh it off. Sometimes if you hit a terrible shot, you just got to laugh it off and accept it and move on. So.
2: So I'm going to go off our show notes here for a second. I know you like when I do that, Andrew. Love it. Your takeaways, Christian, I'm going to I'm going to give you first shot at this. Your takeaway, anybody surprise you this week? And the reason I'm going to ask this question is there was a text earlier today, someone said, "Hey Captain Stricker, are you watching?" And he responded by saying, "Yes, I am." It was re- it was regard to uh, um who was in regards to Shapler? Excuse me. So, uh, is there anybody that surprised you? Because I know it's March, almost April, but September's looming. Ryder Cup teams are looming. I personally think you're going to see a. I think this is a year you see the changing of the guard of the U.S. team. Obviously, Phil is Phil's winding down. Tiger won't be back. I think you're going to see a change in the guard. I said for, I've said, i said all along, I think you're going to see Kokrak on there. I think he should be there. Scheffler is another guy that should potentially be there. Horschel showing something. Uh Berger's showing something. He, I think he's actually in the, in the top nine right now. But is there anybody that showed you something this week that uh, – is there any takeaways
1: along that line? Ian Poulter is still the match play phenom. He may not have ultimately won, but he was – As I said, I don't bet against Poulter, and I'll keep betting against everybody else against him because Poulter was obviously successful for a reason. Um, I think Dylan Fertili is another one. I I think that that kid proved a lot. Um, Again, ultimately didn't end up being in the final match, but I think he ultimately proved quite a bit. And then the last one, and this one may be a shock to you, but I think this one is actually something that, deserves some talks is Brian Harmon. I, I think Brian Harmon, he does it in a different way. He's not a big ball hitter, but he does it in a different way. And if I'm looking at some of these guys that may not be playing the greatest right now, I mean, from a match place perspective, he played pretty well. So. Christian. Did
0: we lose him? On the European side the first round, I don't know if he'll win one here and there, but he's a phenomenal young talent. He's, he plays very, very, very well over in Europe. Um, you know, but again, obviously, I think Billy surprised us Matt Kuchar surprised me big time this week because I haven't seen or heard Matt Kuchar's name and any of the leaderboards this season at all. Um, I think that one surprised me a lot. And um, I, I, I do think Scotty will ultimately make the Ryder cup team this year. I think Steve's going to go more of like a young style personally, um, you know, but again, I do think that he'll have like a filler tiger, Freddie couples as like his, as his co-captains. I do think having that veteran in the captain box, I think will help a lot of the younger guys coming down the stretch here. But, you know, again, Victor Perez played a phenomenal tournament this week. I know he came in fourth this week, unfortunately, but again, I think he's going to make a huge name for himself coming down. Um, and again, I think we just got the word too. I think Billy just secured it on 17. Um, again. Um, We'll see what happens with Billy down the road, but Billy's in full control of his golf swing right now. So I could definitely see Billy, you know, maybe multiple winner on tour this year. We'll see what happens with that. But ultimately he played a phenomenal tournament. And I do think that Scotty Scheffler will also win another one this year too. Well, to answer my first question, let me throw I got two names that in my opinion shined.
2: One on the European side is Robin McIntyre. Yeah. Uh, He he impressed me this week. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm glad I am actually. Jordan Spieth. Jordan yep. Spieth is playing some great golf, and it's great to see again. And I I, I don't know where – I haven't looked at the official update on the uh, the Ryder Cup team, but I sure hope Jordan Spieth is knocking at the door or gives, gets consideration for a captain's pick down the road.
0: Oh, hands down, absolutely. I mean, Jordan's knocking on the door for a Ryder Cup spot, and I also think he's knocking on the door for a win this year. I mean, Jordan's playing ever since the beginning of the season. He's been playing phenomenal golf and he's been up there. He hasn't gotten it done, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, Jordan's firing top tens right now like it's, it's the, with his eyes closed. I mean, he's got back to that form where we saw him in 15, maybe in 16. But, you know, again, I think the whole move of going with Butch, helping him out, I think that's helping him tremendously. I do see Jordan winning here. Um, you know, again, I know he's high on people's list right now at the Masters. He's one of the favorites right now at the Masters to win because he knows the course, he loves it, multiple winner there. And uh, we'll see.
2: And, and with regards to uh, just with, with Scheffler and Orschel, I just think it looked like Scotty was fighting his swing all day today. You know, he, earlier in this week, a little bit of the, the coverage I was able to watch – I was like, wow, he's playing really, really well. He's in full control and just looks like he was fighting his swing. I don't think he had his quote-unquote A game in the final. The He had enough to get past Victor today, and I know he didn't have his A game against against Billy, not taking anything against Billy, away from Billy, because he just was steady Eddie and grinded it out.
0: I think... Absolutely. Um, yeah,
1: Scott had the two-way... No, go ahead, Christian. Finish. No,
0: I'm just saying... It- Two-way miss. I mean, you saw him on 12 today, you know, him and his caddy are talking about hitting it short, right. And that's their miss. And he completely double crossed it and hit it in the water, you know, but then again, on the next hole, on the next tee shot on 13, the drivable hole, you know, then it's a complete block to the right and he hits it in the grandstand. So he was fighting his swing all, all day today, but the thing really killed Scotty was not making putts. Scotty was making putts all this tournament, even including today against, but he didn't make any putts against Billy. If he makes the putt on nine, um i think a few more if he made like three or four putts today it would have flipped from him being two down to one up and i think that was the ultimate factor for him not winning tonight was uh, was not him not making putts
1: i think if i'm going to take one takeaway from Scotty in particular it definitely looked like he was fighting it i also want to go back because i don't uh, let's face it this kid is a is a young kid on tour and then grand scheme of things right i mean I uh, he's really starting to come into his own now that you're starting to see him more and more on TV coverage, but have, did you notice, and maybe this has been his natural swing. He, his feet move a lot. Scotty. Oh, I don't know if that's how like he typically, but like his feet are like the, the old joke you used to tell, tell us when we were getting taught the game, was no happy Gilmore feet. And it, I mean, it was, it wasn't that bad, but I mean, it looked like when he really started to miss, like he was really getting out of control with his feet and not having that control and that balance that, you know, if it's me and looking at him, I'm telling him like, look, settle your feet down because when you're not that crazy person, you're hitting the ball a mile and it's straight. If you're all over the map, it's because your feet are out of whack. So that's just my takeaway, but well, the, old, the, 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 old, the,
2: the old school th- swing thoughts. I mean, I'm old school. So old school swing is Mike Wynn, ex-Tour player, worked for him. Uh, I'm sure he's probably not listening to a podcast. Mike's not a podcast kind of guy, but best ball striker I've ever personally been around in my life. And all he ever used to say was balance and timing, balance and timing. If you have balance, you'll find timing. And it, it could be – Balance is – I mean, you look at uh, Jose Maria, oh, well, I lost my ball. He – I mean, he used to swing at it like, you know, like warp speed, but he was always in balance. So, anyway, congratulations, Billy Horschel. Uh, we don't need to, to beat that horse to death. Uh Just a little, last update looking over at the uh, the LPGA. I don't want to say this, but NB Park is backed up. She's at minus 13. Only now has a five shot lead sitting on the 13th hole with, uh, let's like five to play. So, uh, hopefully Christian didn't jinx her.
0: I was, yeah. I mean, no, I don't think still, I don't think she's going to mess that up. So
2: maybe, 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 I could tell you what, maybe NB or the guys that in the final match today, they might have a case of the yips, it looks like.
1: Uh, they definitely look like they got some nerves going on. And, uh, I definitely think that the cure needs to be the, needs to be our good friends over at no other, but Yips, uh, we can't bring them up without calming on the nerves uh, on the golf course. Uh, they are the Yips is the official CBD and herbal supplement of golf talk live in the 19th hole and the world's first full spectrum CBD supplement. They figured out a way to create a product with zero loss, of the degradation and plant strain profile also known as the Lacey effect. There are no toxins, additives, or chemicals like other CBD brands and is created with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients. So if you're looking to get a hold of this phenomenal product, be sure to use our code GTL10 for 10% off. Again, that's GTL10 for 10% off and start seeing the great benefits today. I definitely need to get my hands on them. I think, quite frankly, Scotty Scheffler may have needed to get in his hands on him before the final match because he looked a little nervous, but that's why you uh, got to continue to learn and, and take the some lumps on the tour. Yeah, they're, they're a great brand. We're glad to have them as a as
2: a sponsor and uh, a partner with ours for the for hopefully a long time to come. It's uh, yips.co uh, if you'd like to hop over there. Um, Christian, wrapping it up, 18th hole, putting the flag in. What you got?
0: Uh, yeah, first off, congrats to Billy for getting it done today. I that was a grind. I think they played over 20 holes this week, which was a lot. Uh, so hats off to him for getting it done. Um, you know, again, obviously I say it every week, guys, continue to follow us on all social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing something special here, and we hope that you guys can continue to follow us on this journey. Um, you know, please, uh, any feedback you guys have, if anything, to get better, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Keep asking those questions and, you know, keep trying to engage in conversation with us. We love it. Um, Overall, hope you guys have a great week. We have a great show planned for you guys next week, and uh, I'll see you guys then.
1: Andrew? My my closing thoughts are congrats again to Billy Horschel. Definitely, obviously, need to uh, give him the shout-out that he rightfully deserves. Um, Little off-topic. Uh, did not tell you guys both about this beforehand. However, um, I need to give a shout out where it's definitely due. And more importantly, a shout out of condolences. Um, a fellow brother on the club hockey team that I had played for in school uh, passed away this past weekend, um, unsuspectedly and pretty tragically, if I might add. So I want to give a shout out, although I know his family may not be listening, Um just to his family uh his friends and the rest of the niagara university club hockey community um it's a pretty sad situation that happened so i want to let everyone know that we are thinking of him and his family at this time um because obviously it's it's a pretty bad situation so um we wish them all the best but um looking ahead to thursday definitely super excited um And, yeah, I'm super happy that uh, Billy got it done and and looking forward to what's going to be coming along here in the the near future for the U.S. Ryder Cup team should be pretty interesting.
2: And I guess my closing thoughts would be this. Uh, We're coming to the close of March. You are going to hear this on March 29th, our last of the product of the month for Kent Wool Socks. They've been a great partner this month. I fully endorse the product. But what that means is an opportunity for you, our listeners, to be introduced to another new product. And our April product of the month, you'll hear it here first, is Vegas Golf the Game. And when you learn a little bit more about this, this is a fun way for you and your golf buddies to break out a regulation poker chips and have a built-in game all centered around on how you're playing and you'll learn more about it on our social media and our emails coming out shortly. We'll be talking uh, to them in the, the month of April as well. My glass is empty, Andrew, Christian. I I got to go find a beverage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> refill <oil>. as <laughs> well.
2: So, Christian, now that you're getting out to play, hit it long and straight. Because it beats short and crooked.